MSW Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. Frangela. The Final Word. 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 We want to thank you for listening to us here on MSW Media and the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Yes. And we want to thank everyone. Everyone who is a Patreon subscriber to this podcast for your support, your love. I mean, it means so much to us it means everything it means everything and we want to think we had some some people sign up recently you know for just five dollars a month you can be a, a proud supporter of this black woman-owned business and keep us not only from homelessness but from crazy crazy yes you keep with with every dollar you keep clothes on my body and we thank you for it and me out of the street burning things and and if you don't have the money and resources right now, certainly we know what that's like because we don't. <laughs> then, <laughs> then you can uh, what you can do is make sure you're subscribed to this podcast and make sure that you go and you get other people to su- subscribe to this podcast because the more subscribers we get, the more downloads we get, the closer we get to having ads, and that helps us earn a living. And we thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and for your Patreon subscription, you get three micro idiots a week, which is the best self-care you can do for yourself. I'm telling you. That's true. Uh, now, there is something backing up. I'd like to say it's time. <laughs> and it's giving you a chance to go back and be a Patreon donator for this month. That's what I hear happening. That's what is what's happening. But you can also get a cameo. Go to cameo.com. Mm-hmm. And get a specialized video from Frangela where we will wish you a happy birthday or your friend a happy birthday. Give you a pep talk, whatever you need. Just go to cameo.com. And we have show, show, shows. Monday night, we are going to be at the leg room here in East Hollywood at 10 p.m. I don't know how we're going to be awake, but we will be. I'm going to tell you, we got hoodwinked on this time. We got hoodwinked on this time. What I can tell you is 10 p.m. is a great night time to see us because we can't control ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it is going to be a great show. Yes. And if you happen to be on the island of Kauai or happen to be, you know, want to get or want to go, just go. September 10th, we are going to be raising the roof. Right in Kauai. Go to the Kauai concert. Isn't it KauaiConcert.org or Kauai? Yes. Yes. Um, and get your tickets. And and also, obviously, we've got shows coming up for the Sexy Liberal Tour, Save Democracy Tour. Yes, Chicago and L.A. Chicago is September 24th. L.A. is October 22nd. Or do I, I have that? No, I think yeah. that's right. I think that's yeah. right, October 22nd. Go to sexyliberal.com. Pick up your tickets right now. I'm telling you, it's going to be off the chain. And join us every Friday for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for the... Black Power Hour. What happens? Stephanie Miller becomes Stephanie Mills in an erotic dance of blackness, and we join her. Mm. It's amazing. Well... The Justice Department obtained the search warrant for Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate 
after receiving evidence that highly classified government documents were likely concealed and removed from a storage room as part of an effort to, quote, obstruct the FBI's investigation. I'm gonna let you, okay. I'm gonna let that sit in your bones. Okay, I there are a number of things to say, but I would like to start by saying this. If these people do not arrest this man, if they do not arrest Donald Trump, I'm gonna tell you something, I can't be an American anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit here and live up under your bullshit tyranny and these bullshit laws if you are not going to arrest this man for admitting all the days or whatever truth truth fuckery he's allowed to tweet on now that it's not only are these documents that he took but that they are in fact top secret and then he knows that and what is he upset about that they're on the floor it's like these people are so stupid right Right. I mean, it's what the the argument. I watched Fox for a good hour last night, and I watched them talk about it and talk about like the fact that well, they weren't on the floor like that. Of course, they took the picture. They took it out the box, fool. This is the thing I find fascinating. Their argument, where they go in the argument is, you've been in Donald Trump's office, they would never look like this. I go, what you've just told me is that you've been in Donald Trump's office where there were top class secret Mm -hmm. so you need to be deposed. You shouldn't have been there either. And the the point isn't that they're on the floor. The point isn't that the office is messy. The point is he shouldn't have them. They're stolen documents. And 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 I need people to stop saying took. I need them to start using the correct word, which is stole, steal. Like he stole these. He knew they weren't his. He knew he couldn't take them. I completely agree with you, Angela. And why we are, it's as if there weren't a thousand lawyers on top of a thousand lawyers who have said to this man, these documents need to, every, every time they handed him a document, these documents need to be treated in X, Y, Z fashion. This didn't start a year ago. This started the day one, week one, where he was not respecting the documents of the government and thinks that they belong to him. Somebody hands him a piece of paper, he thinks he owns that paper. And he has been told again and again that he didn't. I, I just feel like we're, we get caught up in our own language in here. It doesn't matter what he thinks. It doesn't matter what he feels. It doesn't matter right. what he believes. It's against, the law. it's against the law. They aren't his documents. They never were. They say top secret. That means you can't take that. You can't do it. There's very few things you can do with them. He broke the law knowingly, stole things that he knew were not his. He didn't generate these documents. He knows that. Yeah. He didn't you know, like, it's like he, he absolutely knows. And I don't care if he knows or not. The reality is he's admitted now. And we wouldn't even know about this, this raid if it hadn't been for him. He's admitted now that he took them, that he's been in the boxes. Other people now, randoms on Fox News are talking about how they've been in his office. Yeah. You know, like it is it is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And and these are stolen and stolen on purpose. And I don't want to lose track of the fact that these are documents also a lot of them that he asked for. Right. They, they, we keep there's also this sort of weird like, oh, people came in and they, I remember I was watching some sh- one of the news programs and they were talking about his daily briefing and him being told over the years that, you know, he didn't pay attention to his briefings and how they tried pictures and dance numbers yes. and whatever to get yep. him interested. Th- these aren't daily briefings. 
Yeah. And a number of these documents we have been, it has been established. He specifically asked for, which we all know he doesn't know what to ask for. Somebody gave him a laundry list. Somebody gave that man a grocery list of top secret documents. And in my view, all of this shit is burnt. Yeah. You think he hasn't given it away or shown it to everyone to see it or the people working there haven't done it. You're being completely naive. And this is what I, I need everybody to acknowledge is, is that you had a zombie eating from the inside of our government. He's eating, he's going, oh, as you said, all of that is trashed. All of it is burnt, right? right? So what did he did? As the president, he has burnt every one of those spies, every one of those communications, every one of those locations. That man needs to go the fuck to jail now. And I need to talk about in this conversation, I mean, obviously the, the lawyer situation is amazing. Um, oh, Christina these, Ma. Uh, the The worst lawyers... In the history of lawyerdom. You couldn't have told me, Angela. You couldn't have told me that you could lure. But see, but this is the thing. My mama said it, and it's true. Fat meat is greasy. Christina Bob sat it has sat here for years now and watched Rudy Giuliani with fucking uh uh shoe polish running down his face, sweating, Mm -hmm. having Mm -hmm. to, you know, everybody who deals with this man, if you don't think that you're going to get into the tank with him and not get shit on you. Yeah. But but this is the thing. Who does that? Who at this point in their lives as an adult, a rational adult, puts themselves on the limb for Trump? Who signs a document saying that you've done anything that holds you responsible for doing that thing when it involves Donald Trump? Because what these people did, with full knowledge of the implications of all of these documents, because they are, in fact, lawyers, they went and signed a document saying that they had done a diligent and thorough search only mm-hmm. to have the FBI be able to, sh- and then bitched about it publicly. Mm-hmm. So the FBI had to publicly say, no, not only did you not give us all of the documents? We found a hundred additional ones yes. like, and, and evidence that you specifically tried to keep us from finding them. That's right. So, so these people belong in jail. Yeah. Bitch, get a fucking lawyer. Lawyer, get a lawyer. And, but I am really stuck on this and I need it because I, you know, we keep talking about the secret service and their messages, but I need to bring up the secret service here also, because what we all know for damn sure is that Donald Trump did not carry these documents out. No, he did not carry a single one of these boxes. Who did? I can tell you exactly who did some of this. I believe it's the Secret Service. Yep. Tell me that these agents don't, they've been in and out of that office. They've seen those documents. Do they not have an obligation as employees of our government that we prefer, do they not have an oath and an obligation? Why is it that they allowed top secret documents to be left, to be to removed from the White House without informing anyone? This ain't some bitchy fucking. No. No, these are top secret property of the government. Why is it okay for the Secret Service to be a bunch of pimped out fucking guards for Donald Trump's interests? And we keep acting like what's the only issue here is these messages that they have deleted. Like it's, it's, they're complicit. Yeah, it's complicit. And this country does not want to prosecute white men. White man, that there's got to be a brown secret service agent they can blame it on. There's got to be. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come At least on. one. He had, the, he, had the, he had the head of the secret service working up in, gave him an office up in the White House, down yeah. the hall from him. He was, this is the thing. 
at the end of the day, that's why he's shocked and angry. He went through a lot of things. This man, Donald Trump, worked very hard to have this coup. Yeah. And he's still working at it. And he doesn't work hard at things, so I know he's mad. So he's, he's, he's like, I put actual effort into this. Yes. I got the Secret Service on my side. I had the DOJ. I, you know, I had the Supreme Court. I, I, Allison Gill is always talking about it. He put people in every security in the Defense Department. That's he right. really covered his bases. Yes, he, he made did. sure he was hooked up with the fucking white nationalists yep. to handle the the um the weaponry. Yep. Like he's like, it's not fair when I actually work at something. That's right. That's right. The, the Justice Department's counterintelligence chief Jay Bratt wrote that more than a hundred additional classified items were found in that August 8th search, including three classified documents in desks, inside, in desks inside Trump's office and materials so sensitive that even the FBI counterintelligence personnel and DOJ attorneys conducting the review required additional clearances before they were permitted to review certain documents. Mm-hmm. They couldn't they couldn't look at the stuff they were searching because they didn't have the clearance and they had to clear and see clear and see people. That's right. They're very clear and see. The, the lawyers needed lawyers. <laughs> can, you know? help, can you help me out with this though, Francis? Hmm. The Justice Department will likely wait till after the November election to announce any charges against Trump, if any. Why? Is he running? Well, they're waiting for him to get this. Is He's my- not running in 2022. Right. And they're gonna, so I'm trying to understand they're giving what? him the opportunity to claim that he is running and then they can't bring charges. Well, can't won't. I don't know. Can't. Won't. Right. But I and I don't know if can't either, but or won't either. But my my explain to me how any elect because there's always an election. Mm-hmm. So any election like so I don't understand because I like li- I why does it matter? Well, this can't be, and we, I think we need to be writing in to all of the news programs, be tweeting about this, be, you know, Instagramming about it. Put some, because what I have learned is that Merrick Garland does bow to pressure because I don't, right. I don't believe we'd be here without all of us. Right. So it's like, so, but we need to keep saying to them, this makes no sense. He, he's not running for election. Mm-hmm. He can't be, he's not, there's nothing he wants to be. If this is a, this is a midterm election. It's too late. We had the primaries. He can't. What they're saying is, what they're saying is, there are Trump candidates. But we don't want to fuck up the GOP's. Thank you. Situation. They aren't the ones being searched. Trump is. So, I mean, like, if you want to convolute, if you're going to say, then then actually, then why aren't you investigating the entire GOP? If you see them as this tied to it, that this criminal enterprise by the former president is affecting them. uh, But I but your job is not to make sure that nothing anybody does affects the election. You're the Justice Department, not the when it's time Justice Department. Like, get to the Justice Department. Like, I don't understand how this is a reason thing to say in an election in which he is not taking part yes well also you know why because they know they will lose they will lose and lose greatly speaking of which i'm just gonna jump on over here sarah palin loses special Girl, we were all watching the news, and it was so great watching Chris Hayes be like out in real time. He went out in real time. He said it was such joy. He went, Sarah Palin lost. (laughs) (laughs) Like he was so not shocked that she. I mean, a little bit of shock that she lost, but really just like 
joy i felt like like mm. a jubilant it's nice to see him happy he's got such a joyous boyish glow to him when he when he gets happy but i mean Democrat Mary Pelota won the special election to fill Alaska's House seat for the remainder of 2022. Boo, I'll take it. According yeah. to unofficial re- results, and, and in fact, Sarah Palin has conceded. Yes. As of this, as of the morning we are recording this, Thursday morning, she's conceded, mm-hmm. which who cares, but she did. It's just, and people tried to, try to, Sarah Palin tried to bring up this whole ranked voting thing. Right. As being the problem. I was like, well, here's the real problem. When nobody votes for you, you don't rank. Right. So you, you are get- right. For you, ranked voting was a problem. Right, 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 Any right. voting was a problem. And I just have to say this out loud. Mary Patola will make history as the first, <laughs> the first, the first Alaska native in Congress representing Alaska. I want you to hear that. That is the, she is the first, not woman, the first man or woman to represent the state where native people come from. Which means that every time, all these years, there's been nothing but white representation mm-hmm. in this state. And I just, I have to, I have to pause and give space for that. The late GOP rep Don Young, he had that seat for 50 years. Yeah. 50, I'm not making that up, half a century. I, I just, but I, I love that Mary, people were like, what you have to understand is this is a deeply red, this is a red place. But they were like, mm. what I see, and I haven't watched people parse out the voting data yet, but it seems to me relatively clear that Republicans voted for her. Yes. Like, it isn't just that they didn't vote for anyone or for Sarah Palin, but they voted because of the way ranked voting works, like that that she pulled some votes. Yeah. Well, she was 16 points last time I looked ahead of Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. What what does she run on? Choice. Yep. She ran on abortion. And I'm going to tell you, every every Democrat needs to run on abortion and democracy. It's the Rolexion people. Yep. And speaking of Rolexion, New Mexico to build clinic near Texas border to meet post-Roe abortion demand. Uh. New Mexico Governor Luan Grisham, who we love, who we love, signed an executive order dedicating $10 million of public funds to build a reproductive health clinic near the border of Texas. Uh, the facility will help meet the rising demand for abortions as women travel to New Mexico from neighboring states that have banned the procedure since the Supreme Court in June overturned Roe v. Wade. You know, the, you know, it. we are going to have, and you know, we have abortion refugees right now in this country. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All over. But Texas, especially where they have been really, they have even gotten, I, was there even a clinic left in Texas when they, when uh, Roe got overturned? I'm not even sure. No. I don't, um, think-, I don't think there were any left, but, but this is where we're at like this is the problem with this besides the uh, the slavey overtones the problem with this whole state's rights it doesn't yeah. make any it doesn't make any sense yeah 
That's why they're going to go for an official all out criminalization nationwide ban um, on anything because mm-hmm. they can't they the Supreme Court, they don't care about hypocrisy. And they should what they base And they've already this ruling said is that we also don't care about precedent. Yes. Yeah. So they that is what they have to do. And, and, and that's it's the Rolexion people don't get it twisted. We'll be right back after these messages. It's where you learned. At least 83. Trump is a Russian asset. That it's time to establish a direct contact with Donald Trump. January 6th was never just a political rally. An insurrection, an attempted overthrow of the federal government. The origins of coronavirus. Accidental leak, non-intentional, of a laboratory that was doing research on these viruses. How the Crown covered up child abuse. The vast majority of those people never imagined for one moment they were effectively participating in the concealment of child abuse but they did rudy is probably in violation of a faro law and the truth about jeffrey epstein i'm zev shalev join me at narrative it's where truth lives at narrative.org or wherever you get your podcasts About 3.8 million renters say that they're likely to be evicted in the next two months. That's frightening. Yeah. That's frightening. That's according to the Census Bureau. In total, 8.5 million people are behind on their rent. And nearly half of all renters, more than 30 million people, have seen rent hikes in the past 12 months. The median rent in the U.S. topped to $2,000 a month, up to nearly 25, up nearly 25% since before the pandemic. You know, everything is racing ahead. And people, I think, emotionally, psychologically, aren't even halfway up to how fast the world is now spinning. You know, people are still catching up, are still inside of their COVID economics. I know I am. Well, again, yeah, I'm going financially to be for I don't know how long. Like, yeah. like I left, I had to move. Yeah. Like, like the reality is I could not afford to live where I in in where I lived anymore. Right. Um there are incomes you can't look at 2 years and just call it a moment. Yes. You know, um not being able to perform at all. And then the idea that just because we say and in fact I you know, I there are people I know people who besides even on this show on the Sexy Liberal Network, Jody Hamilton, you know, um Charlie Pierce like like people we're still getting covid. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like and and getting sick and hopefully if it's, if you've been vaccinated you still can get very very sick and have a lot of problems and even lifelong complications but hopefully not have to be hospitalized or die. But the reality is that our industry and many of them are forever changed probably more than just not coming back. Yeah. And on top of it, there's just not, I, you can't, I live to be, I'm in the hole looking up, hoping for broke. Yeah. Like if I could get to broke. It would be lovely. That would be amazing. And so when you think about the fact that since the pandemic, rent landlords have increased their rent by 25%. See, this is why landlords are motherfuckers and why we have the feelings about them we have. Yep. Because that's some bullshit. 
Yeah. Also, life expectancy in the U.S. fell in 2021 for the second year in a row, the biggest two-year decline in almost 100 years. I wonder why, Angela. Uh, In 2019, someone born in the United States had an average lifespan of 79 years, which dropped to 77 in 2020 Mm. and 76.1 in 2021. Which is the same as we did in 1996. Yep. It's very disturbing. Because mm-hmm. that's not the direction that progress is supposed to go. And I, you know, obviously we look at the COVID, the COVID and we, the prevalence of uh, the reign of poverty yeah. and a lack of access to good health care and resources and all of that. But the fact in this, in this country, like, I really am sick of every the the sort of obviously COVID got politicized by Trump. Obviously, I believe he's responsible for a good eight hundred thousand, if not more, deaths um, because of the because of their lack of response to COVID and them making it toxic. But there, I am sick of this. Like we could take a leadership. Leadership means doing things even when they're not popular. Yeah, you know, and and the idea that we've just sort of allowed ourselves to slip into this. It's not COVID, but it's COVID. Right. I, it, it's it's like now it's like I you know I'm wearing a mask I do what I but some most people aren't I mean overwhelmingly oh, oh, oh last night you know we're outside talking uh our neighbor's kid has COVID they tested at home and or out and they don't have they said that their test came back negative but I'm like I don't want to be outside talking to you and they're saying now you need like a good three COVID tests in a row, right? Right. That, that are negative because I can tell you, I know somebody who had two negatives and then positive. Exactly. The third day. And so it's, you know, and I just, it's, I, I, this period of time is, there's obviously there's a lot going on, but it's like, I just, I, I cannot say it's enough to people. If you are not vaccinated or if you can be vaccinated, I please if you haven't, you, I need you to do it. You know, like you just need to, you know, just, just do it. Get your kids vaccinated, get anybody who can vaccinated because this is just, we can get beyond this. We can get to a better place. Wear your mask, keep washing your hands. Like, come on folks, we can do better. Well, and I'm going to tell you, you know, um, going on to sets here now, I've been on three sets in the last three months, I think two months. And now you have to have what's called works red zone work clearance. And, and it's, and it's called red zone. And you have to, not only do you have to be vaccinated, you have to be boosted Mm -hmm. to be able to walk into it and to be anywhere. There's a red zone and there's a green zone. And and that needs to be the reality, I think, for everybody. Yeah. It's not fair. You know, and if you have a reason, you have a religious reason or a personal No, I don't, don't want to hear about your, re- I don't want to hear about religious reasons or personal reasons. I want to hear about medical reasons. That's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is that if whatever it is, then stay the fuck away. <laughs> stay <laughs> home. Stay home. It's your choice. You want to wear a scarlet armband that says, I am, I am not participating in that. Like why should the people who need to identify themselves, the people who aren't vaccinated, (laughs) like, like, and I, and I, I seriously, I know what the armband brings up for people. I'm just saying death and all that. But like, I, I am sick of this and I don't know why we can't 
just tell the truth, which is you, I don't care if you like it. Yeah. Also, before last story, head of Russian oil giant Luke Oil dies after falling from hospital window. Okay. Okay, people. Um, <laughs> and they tried to blame it <laughs> on what was it, Angela? Go ahead. Uh, uh, fall, uh, they said that his death was was because of, due to a severe illness. <laughs> I said after what. While he was falling out of the window. <laughs> While he was falling out the window. He had a severe illness. And that's what killed him. It was the severe illness. Ravel uh, Maganoff, he died at the Central Clinical Hospital west of Moscow, which I would say, if you were in one of those rooms right now, get a low floor. Mm-hmm. Get a low Don't go above two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't go above two. Those windows are slippery. AF up there. Apparently, he fell out the window and died of a serious illness. Yes. But here's what the board uh, has has had to say. They said the board of directors of Luke Oil expresses here with its deepest concerns about the tragic events in Ukraine. This is my thing. The man falls out the window. They start talking about Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Calling for the soonest termination of the armed conflict, we express our sincere empathy for all victims, which we appreciate, and who are affected by this tragedy. We strongly support a lasting ceasefire and a settlement of problems through serious negotiations and diplomacy. I think that those serious negotiations, diplomacy began with this man going out the window. This is the most not not saying shit fucking message I've read in a really long time. This isn't a tornado in the Ukraine. They act like it's a tornado or just a conflict between two people and not Russian terrorism yes. and not a, a an absolutely unjustifiable attack and assault on another, you know, democracy. Uh, like I, I it's to sit here, but that, this is the most look if everybody could just talk. If everybody could just talk. And then this is also the other thing you I want to remind you all of. At least five, at least, at least five prominent Russian businessmen have reportedly died by suicide since late January of this year. Of this year. Let me tell you what I would, if you are in an MBA program in Russia right now, (laughs) get the fuck out. Okay, because there is nothing more dangerous than being in business. <laughs> and that is our final word. And now it's time for resist wrap up. Yes, uh, we want to keep encouraging you to go to swingleft.org um, to find key races in your state, target races near where you live, where you can make the biggest impact. That way, you know, you can enter your zip code at the site, find effective ways to donate or volunteer in person or remotely, and also just stay up to date. We want to encourage you to do that. It is everything, as you can see from Alaska, it matters. Your it vote matters, matters, and we need everybody on deck. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. <laughs>